Oh yeah, welcome to uh, Cinema Swirl. Let's, uh, oh, oh, sorry guys. Mate, your phone is going off, eh? Wait a minute there, Adam. That was a neat ringtone, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it's, uh, it's quite nice. I, I got that off iTunes the other day, yeah. Oh. You got you got that ringtone off iTunes? This ringtone in my hand right now, yeah, I got it from iTunes for 99p. It's called the uh, Cinema Swirl theme. Oh, and you can just look that up on iTunes straight from your uh, yeah, mobile yeah, device? You, it's your podcast, you ought to know, really. I mean, yeah. I'm not even on your show and I'm telling you about it. So. Cinema Swirl. Cin- yeah, so I search for that and then I get that ringtone from 99p ringtone. 99p. It's a, it's a good quality ringtone as well. Listen to this, it's just like, you know. 99p. Yeah. 99p. It's good. 99p. Buy it. I'm going to buy that when I get home. Buy it. You know, it's almost as if, it's almost as if the Cinema Swirl ringtone is now available for 99p from the iTunes store. 99p. 99p. You can't even get a 99 for 99p anymore. 99p. 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 I love it, Maggle. (laughs) Welcome to a very, very special, bewildering special, an inevitable special, is a crossover, cross-pollination, incest. Ah, that's a good start. Uh, Is the Attitude Era podcast, Cinema Swirl, Flintstones Meet the Jetsons crossover. Uh, it's Kevin here, hello. Hi, it's Sam. Hi, from Cinema Swirl. You're gonna, you're gonna introduce me or I gotta like, like, gonna, jump bang up here? Okay, this is Adam. I'm putting in for this one. Is that Adam? I'm along for the ride. Adam Bibolo, the... Uh, Adam, what's your name? Adam. It doesn't matter what your name is. Wait! Yeah. Well, Don't we... fucking act like you know anything about that. Know your place. Can we do, agree upon a title for the crossover? Because I was going with A.E. Swirl. Mm. Mm. We can do better than that. I but think. A.E. Swirl sounds like, I don't know... Like a, like a microphone or something like yeah. that. You know, it doesn't sound in- inviting. If anyone's got anything better, please. Cinema era swirlcast. <laughs> Hey, I think that's good. It's just being simulcast on both streams. Is yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We're, we're, we're going live on web on both streams. There's uh, going to be lots of confusion. Yeah, no, we, <laughs> we, we logged in with the IPS. Um, so yeah, if, if you're one of those weird people who only listens to one of these podcasts... Ugh. Which is completely reasonable. Which is completely reasonable. You're going to have AE podcast fans thinking, Billy sounds awful different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Billy's seen a lot less films than usual, mate. <laughs> of course, Attitude Era podcast, if you're unaware of my Myself, Adam, and our friend Billy, we take a look back at wrestling pay-per-views from years gone by. Cinema Swirl is myself and my good friend OTP Sam Chaplin. Hi there. Who's not seen any of the films, have you, uh, Sam? Yeah, uh, none of them. There's the premise again. That's, that's the premise. <laughs> Hard and fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're not checked it out now, you're clearly going to on the basis yeah, of, yeah. of that premise. Yeah, there we go. So we thought we would uh, join forces to review a very special movie. It's a movie that's near and dear to our hearts because we once unsuccessfully attempted to monetize it through releasing premium content. <laughs> we can put it a lot better than that. Uh, there's a better way. But no, it's we're wrestling fans. You and I are also movie fans, I could say, at this point. So We're, we're um, buffs. We're buffs. Film I mean, buffs. you have nothing in common, so. <laughs> Not at all. No. I don't know Adam, personally. Yeah. Um, this is the first time we're in the same room together. Yeah. Yeah. Well, are you sizing each other up? I mean, what, are you going to fight the other one? or like? Oh, know? Maybe Sam will turn on you now. Uh, It'll be a heel turn. Uh, with, hey, there's that wrestling There's that wrestling What does that mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> Subscribe on iTunes to find out. But we are reviewing today a very special movie, which is The Wrestler. Yes. Darren Aronofsky's opus about... A wrestler. Just in time for Christmas. <laughs> Just in time. There was some confusion. 
Because I think we were going to do Santa with Muscles. <laughs> that yeah. is not a good film. Which is a Hulk Hogan-led Christmas action adventure. But there's a number of problems with that. One is shite. Yeah. Two, I mean, <laughs> it's like Christmas is very specific. And three, it's not a Hollywood classic. No. Or even a cult classic. Have either of you seen it? I have not no, seen it no, either. I, I, I don't think. Seen it. Okay. No. So this would have thrown be... the cinema swirl formula into disarray. Exactly, it? it'd be a different podcast altogether. Yeah. Okay, so, waste of time. Cinema swirl's got criteria, mate. It's not like the podcast that you and I do. Yeah, we use jazz. Just jazz. Do any old book. Ask a few questions to start off with, because this is. You know that I am a massive wrestling fan. Yeah. As as is Adam. You're a wrestling yeah. fan. Yeah. yeah, big time. Many years. Big time. Yeah, yeah, for quite a long time. As a child, mostly. And I get the feeling that you might have seen wrestling... This is professional wrestling. Sports entertainment. Yeah. But the hazards are more than real. Okay. (laughs) Don't try this at home. Maximum taste, real danger. (laughs) It is the the Pepsi Max of the sports and entertainment world. Yeah, definitely. That's a good analogy, yeah. (laughs) Well, what Adam is, is hinting at is that I've certainly... You, particularly since starting the Otero podcast, notice that you've kind of you watched a little bit more wrestling than we thought you may have. I watched it as a as a small child. Yeah, and you you very rarely let that on. You you always try and hide that fact, like you're ashamed of it or something. But that no. comes with being a wrestling fan, mate. You got to be ashamed. There is shame involved. <laughs> I'm not yeah. ashamed of watching wrestling as a child. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, well. Well, but what okay. you two clowns yeah. do on that other podcast is your own damn business. So. It's, uh, it's a little heel turn here. Yeah. Just keep it away from my kids. Yeah. Wrestling's for kids, yeah, you loser. <laughs> we're off to a fantastic start. <laughs> off to a roaring start. So how old were you when you watched wrestling? Um, well, I, I was watching t- towards the middle to the end of the Attitude Era, and I'm 23 now. So you would have been... You've been around like... 11, 12, around yeah. that kind of age. Man, yeah. I said, answer the question, not give me sums. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking got my pen and paper out here now, work oh, this out. I, but, could, I couldn't do the mental maths, I just I, I pushed it on to, to you guys. Well, here comes the big one. I mean, did you enjoy wrestling when you watched mm. it as a child? You liked it? I was a big fan, yeah. Well, what did you like about wrestling? The big fighting with... <laughs> <laughs> big fighting? Big fighting. Oh, it was just uh, a lot of kids at school watched it. I watched it as well. I enjoyed it. You said the Cinema Story episode one, it was Pokemon and yo-yos. So yeah. wrestling fit in somewhere between Wrestling Pokemon. was in there somewhere. Yeah. yeah. It, it was only like a, a few years. It kind of, it was very much, oh, I love wrestling. Wrestling, wrestling, wrestling. And then you, you don't talk about wrestling fancy. anymore. Yeah. That's not all right. Did you watch it on Channel 4 then? Uh, I remember a lot of Sky Sports wrestling. Yeah. Um, uh. Late Night Raw. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any specific like standout memories of like things that you you know stuck with you when you watched wrestling as a kid? Like any particular moments or matches that you definitely remember still? I remember some kind of limo being dropped, being dropped, stone cold. I'm the, something. The, the funny thing is, I've actually had to sit down and go, "Oh yeah, no, there was a li- there's been a few that." <laughs> Which limo is it? Which limo? I mean, we can uh, we can say one thing we definitely agree on is that the Attitude Era was not kind to limos. No, no. they were nothing if not a status symbol that could be easily torn down. Oh, actually, um, the Hardy Boys, hey, hey. Edge and Christian, yeah, oh. and the Dudley Boys, yeah, that's very right. good. Um, that. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Match. Yes, yes, there you go. I think that was probably the highlight of me watching wrestling as yeah. a kid, being like, "This is awesome," uh, and that all went downhill from there, really. But that was that was pretty impressive. I always thought it was like real life superheroes. Yeah. that's what was great about watching, particularly the matches you mentioned, which were like really high risk guys jumping off, flippy doos, flippy doos, flippy do. I think I've got uh, Mankind's book. I've got Mick Foley's book Have you read somewhere. Mankind's book? I don't know if I've read it. You said he's got it. Yeah. It's in the Chaplin Library. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. 
Um, Next to it is Lee Mack autobiography. Well. <laughs> so what about like general just wrestling culture? Like, do you know many like characters and quotes and phrases, stuff like that? Because this is what you drop in like every now and then. Yeah, is like you know little bits of like if you smell, you'll, you'll mention things like that every now yeah, and yeah. then. Is there anything like that that always stuck out to you as um, like a have a nice day? Yeah, who uh, said that? Uh, mankind. Yeah. Well, that is the title of his book. That is cheating. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you've if read you, that. Like. I'm just visualising my bookcase. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just flipped through the book ten minutes before we came over. No, no. Okay. Um, what else is there? If you smell what the rock is cooking. Well, you obviously know the rock. Then it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what your name is. Yeah. Um, my daddy, my daddy. <laughs> that might be from our phrase. No, but I, I remember, the big show. Yeah. Yeah. Running after like a coffin. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Being dragged. Oh away. my god! You, I love the fact you've watched one bit of wrestling. Oh, that's, 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 that's fucking great. Man. As a child, it was kind of like that's a bit upsetting. As <laughs> <laughs> a conceptual thing, yeah. that's his dad in there. Yeah, I mean, we can all agree we are we're we're, we're big dad boys. We like our yeah. dads. Got good dads. No one wants to see their dad drug away in a coffin. No, <laughs> that was horrible. And you know. When you're a child, you know, you're like, wrestling, it's not real. But that yeah. could have been a real dad. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way of knowing, really. You, um, you'd have to examine the coffin to be sure, really. <laughs> this is funny, because you know what I think? I think the three of us, in our three separate parts of the world, well, yeah. mainly, mainly England and Ireland, but we were all watching wrestling at the same time. Yeah, pretty so, much. Independently. That's nice. That's yeah. pretty awesome. That fact, being said, so. I think most lads of our age at the time were probably watching wrestling around there. It, sure, was, yeah, just, it was most was, popular so. at that yeah. point, yeah. Yeah. Some of us stopped. Some of us stopped. Why yeah. did you stop? Yeah, it wasn't cool anymore. You know? and I, and I'm, I'm a cool dude. Well, how did you gauge that? Did you just like, lick your thumb in the air and kind of go, ah, it's not... The winds no, have I, changed. I'm not really sure. That was like an exaggeration. Yeah. I think it was just... It, there was a drop-off in people watching it at a certain point, I think. No, I, th- I, th- I think and sounds right. a lot right. of it's peer yeah. pressure. And co- well, not peer pressure, but like doing what your friends are doing. Oh, wrestling's for kids. Like, for little kids. Like, we're teens now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're into cool stuff. Oh, it's like fake. girls, you know. Smoking behind yeah. the school. Yeah. Oddly, Pokemon didn't seem to uh, suffer that. But I think... No? No, that's kind of... But I think it's because there is an embarrassment when you're that's a kid. dragged on like a bad smell Pokemon, hasn't it? It's hung around. Yeah. <laughs> but like, people, people, yeah, people never... Yeah, the people never dropped up. But with wrestling... Thing. I guess because if you're like a dorky little kid mm. and everyone's super into it aggressively, like everyone's quoting it, and when you're into wrestling, you don't kind of go, "That was a great bit of wrestling." That's that you're all like, "Yeah," and you know, jumping yeah, around. Yeah. And, and if that group now think it's no longer cool, it's a lot of a burden to take on to kind of go. Actually, I still like those nude men wrestling yeah. around. It's so hard. <laughs> they're not nude. <laughs> those nude. They're mostly nude. Yes, they are wrestling around in their small trousers. Oh. I mean, oh, I wasn't a very verbose child. I mean, I couldn't defend it. People thought I was an asshole for watching wrestling. So it's yeah, funny. it's a difficult thing to defend when someone doesn't understand why you like it. I think my parents hated. Well, didn't hate, but they did think it was silly that I liked wrestling. And yeah. during the period when you stopped, I kind of had that worrying. Oh, is he all right? <laughs> He's still kind of watching like, that. He's still wetting the bed. You know, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, approach to it. You know, what okay. about you, Adam? I mean, you stopped watching. It's actually pr- pretty much the same as Sam. Like, I stopped watching it about you know just after the Attitude Era. For pretty much the same reasons. There was a lot of like you know, but it got worse. Yeah, it, well, like, it, it did, wasn't it fun to did watch. Get worse, but it's almost like I, I probably would have carried on watching it anyway if it wasn't for the sort of but social certainly... pressure of like. It's not cool anymore, yeah, yeah. and if people find out that you still watch wrestling, you're going to get made fun of. In so. fact, I think I dropped off as like people like John Cena came in. Oh, so that's quite I don't late remember then, watching. Well, is that quite late? When 2002. was that? Two thousand and two. 
Yeah. Oh, really? Which is basically end of the Attitude Era. People like Austin stopped wrestling regularly. Brock Lesnar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't like him. So you had like, it was still popular, relatively popular, but it was much less appeal because, you know, you didn't have McFoley, you didn't have Steve Austin, you didn't have The Rock. Those were kind the, of, you know. Yeah. And the big three, the holy the, yeah, trinity exactly. of wrestling. <laughs> you meant, did you, you know Austin then? I know Austin. Well, Not personally. You, tell me anything you know about Steve Austin. I'm just like, Adam and I, one thing that's come out of doing the Attitude Era podcast. Yeah. On the surface, he seemed like a relatively straightforward protagonist of the time. Mm. But now we're, I think we're both deeply obsessed with this man. Cause yeah, there's, there's more to it than that. such an interesting, weird um, fellow. Okay, he wears like a... Basically a waistcoat. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> He's going on big break, mate. <laughs> He's got a snooker his opponent in the ring. A this west, stone a cold snooker. Yeah. <laughs> with 316 on it. That was yeah. the thing yeah, with yeah. signs. Yeah. See, this was back in the day when things like rumours or information would be told to you by other people and you'd accept it. Yeah, yeah playground yeah, speculation. Exactly. That, the very early 2000s was like the, the end of that. That was started to phase out. Because people the got internet the internet. Yeah. yeah. Well, people worked w- up the Wiki- balls. Wikipedia was like the thing where it's like, that seems a barometer of fact, even though Wikipedia can be edited. Yeah, I mean, more. playground chatter has petered off greatly thanks to Wikipedia, I imagine. Yeah. Kids these days just sit around like... On their bloody smartphones and devices. Uh, looking at their apps. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so but yeah, Stone Cold Three Sixteen was something to do with signs. Yeah, I don't know why. Do you know what Three Sixteen meant or why that was a thing? I don't know. Just numbers. Just some numbers. Arbitrary numbers. I think there were some significant numbers before. <laughs> Is it like a biblical thing? Yeah. Yeah, it's a biblical reference. I okay. thought you, you was like going to turn just shy of a Three Sixty, like you know, almost <laughs> all the way. That was his finishing shoulder. move. Yeah, you just sort of spin round nearly all the way. A, a, a nearly full rotation. Yeah, yeah. Well, so um, what else did Austin do? I mean, besides he, where... he drank beer. Yeah. yeah. And he, he did he do the middle finger thing a lot. Yeah, an awful lot. He flipped the bird, he flipped as the, the Americans birds. would say. Does he got weird fingers? No, he's not just really. about you saw the middle one so much. Yeah, like, they're quite prominent. I'm sure I've seen him do the middle finger thing, but with the like the wrong finger. Oh, they did that in the video games that to get oh, around okay. the swearing. They yeah, did yeah, a few of the so video games I believe. No, did I think so. That's anyway, a, we're all so. doing it. But yeah. it's the finger before your middle. Is that the, the ring finger? finger? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm used to blur it on TV like quite a bit. So. Yeah. yeah, there's lots of beer and getting beer everywhere. He'd shake it up and it would just go everywhere. Make a yeah. right mess. And it, you know he wouldn't get drunk because there was no beer left by the time he was he was pouring it down his face and onto his waistcoat. <laughs> Did he ever wrestle or was it just? Oh, like, he, he just drank. <laughs> he just drank. <laughs> he just drank and quoted strange numbers. Had <laughs> the crowd like, look yeah. how thirsty he is. God, very mysterious man. No, he he uh, he did wrestle. Yeah, the Stone Cold Stunner. Yeah. There we go. Um, it was crossed with Vince McMahon a lot. Yeah. Even though that was the boss. And I don't think you should be arguing with the boss of the company. <laughs> you don't cross the boss. Uh, no, you don't. What, well, Vince McMahon, that's another good one. What do you know about Vince McMahon? Because, I mean, he is, for me, just the demigod. I mean, you He's know. ludicrous. He is a ludicrous um, fellow. Yeah. We like him, there wouldn't be wrestling. We no. wouldn't be fans. Like, you know, no. it wouldn't be as big as it is. Okay. He's important. Do you know anything memorable about Vince? He, he, he was very shouty. He, he would he, he was like before the Apprentice. He would say you're fired, yes. and I think that's Donald Trump and Alan Sugar owe a lot to Vince McMahon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you know that Donald Trump and Vince McMahon had an on-screen rivalry about the phrase "you're fired" and who had the right to use it? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Culminating in a match at WrestleMania. A match. A match. <laughs> no, where their respective gentlemen who they had booked, the oh, loser okay. of which would have to have their head shaved bald. And in that match, Donald Trump got the Stone Cold Stunner from Steve Austin. 
Wow. See, that's why we like. I think wrestling. Oh, stuff I'm intrigued to watch wrestling. Yeah, stuff does that like oh, make you kind of really? Because <laughs> this is the next thing I was going to ask you. Yeah. Because I, I've not necessarily felt bad. That's not a right phrase, but okay. When when the, when Billy Adam and I started watching a lot of wrestling for the podcast, yeah. I don't feel that you, you. I don't know if you ever got that, like, oh, you know, you're not interested in wrestling at all. But I mean, did you ever get from the fact that we were so into it, enjoying it so much, that oh, I might give that wrestling another try? Well, or... no, what I just, I just complained enough that eventually you gave me my own little podcast to, <laughs> to play with, so I felt left out. Um... <laughs> like I've got a big bag of podcasts, and this one's just for you. Ruffle your hair, like. Um, See, I'm even slightly curious about you know. Well, you watched wrestling like. recently. I know you did. You, yeah. you definitely watched it recently. You watched SummerSlam, didn't you? Yeah. It, I just, I, I don't know. I don't know the characters now. It's like if I suddenly started watching Coronation Street, I wouldn't it's know a, who's it's on a lot it to take in, isn't it? It's not yeah. impossible though. I mean, it only takes a few weeks to get the ball rolling, and then you know you're back into it again. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a big commitment, and you've got a lot of great British Bake Off to be watching. I mean, <laughs> yeah. your plate is pretty much full as it is. I've got the, the DVD box set, <laughs> and it's just sitting there, burning a hole in my shelf, mate. <laughs> um, so, because I remember distinctly, you, Adam, Billy, and I. Going to see wrestling, li- not li- not live wrestling, but to watch the pay per view live in a bar. In a bar, yeah. yeah. We since stopped doing that because it was a mostly deeply unpleasant experience. Well, I think Sam stayed for all of twenty minutes before you left. Was I remember it? telling you the names of a few guys, and you didn't believe me that there was a man called Dolph Ziggler. Because we <laughs> we we wanted to go see the oh, Royal sake. Rumble, and then yeah. we couldn't because we thought the Rumble was a great one to watch, right. uh, which is a big thirty man. Uh, I think this was like a welcoming Royal. thing, being like. Come on, Sam, get yeah. back into wrestling. And then yeah. instead we ended up going to see No Way Out, which is not as... Fun. was not spectacular, really. Yeah. And I don't I don't know, what was your experience like? Because did you leave? I can't recall. I seem to remember not being able to get into one properly because I had to sign up to something to get into this one. <laughs> that was it. it? Oh, yeah, sorry. It was a membership card. It was a membership yeah. only. The reason we were able to watch it late is because we were technically in a snooker bar. Like, yeah. You know, You're members I, of a sports bar. <laughs> mate, if Red Ed gets wind of this, he'll shut it down. Like We'll have yeah. to go to bloody Brussels if we want to watch wrestling. Like. But did you did you enjoy it? Because there's been attempts recently yeah, and yeah. semi-recently to get back into it. No, It's all right. Do you know uh, any of the, the current... look of agony on your face. You look ex- in excruciating pain. It's okay not to like wrestling. Dolph Ziggler, The Miz. <laughs> the Miz. Which is not, that's that not a name. With so much content. Um, we were talking about this the other day at work, about how The Rock is a symbol of power yeah, and strength. Yeah. And what the fuck is a Miz by comparison? <laughs> it sounds like a 90s crisp, like a cheap yeah. one you get for 10p that tastes of fizzy venom in life. <laughs> Yeah, the Miz and his tag team partner, Space Invader. <laughs> <laughs> they are the oinks. <laughs> um, so you just you're not interested in getting back into wrestling. I think we've established that. Yeah, my favourites are gone. You're done with it. You've had yeah. your film. And who were your favourites? Just was that Edge and Christian and um, the Hardy Boys were like big big old favourites for me because yeah. they were cool. And Lita was cool as well. Lita was cool. Trish Stratus was cool. They're still cool. They're still cool. Um, too cool was cool. Too cool. Yeah. Scotty too hotty. That other lad and Rikishi. There you go. Cool. Um, Grandmaster Funk. Close enough. <laughs> Grandmaster Flash. Yeah. <laughs> he hit him with the white lines. Worm. The worm. You remember? Yeah, I remember yeah. the worm. One thing we've discovered recently is that wrestling back then was a lot funnier than I remember it being. Do you ever remember like being like you know in hysterics or laughing lows at wrestling as a kid? Or no, I think I took, I took it too seriously. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, no. I, I, now I would appreciate. I would laugh at it. Back then, I would laugh sometimes, but mostly be like, "Oh, this is intense." I'm, I hope this yeah. 
hope my favourites win this match. Because I match? do. I, yeah, yeah, match. Yeah, the match. Uh, I do think it's it's a good point. Like, it's worth because they win this game of wrestling. <laughs> it's a beautiful game. <laughs> and it's it's a good point though because I do think like we. I mean, it's the style of humour that we find quite funny. I think we all share a similar sense yeah. of humour. So yeah, I would definitely say just check out some of the wrestling from your kid because goddamn, it's funny. Yeah. It's better now as a grown up. Not wrestling funny, but as in just funny. It's just funny. Just funny, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you seem rather guilty or like in excruciating pain with the prospect of saying you don't like current wrestling. But I mean, most oh, no, people, no, no. most people who like wrestling, no, no, I was, like I, wrestling, don't actually like wrestling. Not nowadays. Not nowadays. I was, nowadays. I was yeah. upset just by the idea of modern wrestling. Just yeah. thinking about it. It's very bright as well, isn't it? It's bright. It's PG. Um, a lot of the ones are too handsome. Um, they just look like you know, just models. It's weird. Oh, there's that one. There's that one that that was the, my memory of whatever it was we went to see. Yeah, it was his name, like Cody Rhodes. Randy Cody Rhodes. Or- I, I remember Rhodes. you had a thing about Cody Rhodes. Yeah, well, it wasn't like a thing. Yeah, um, but, but his gimmick was that he was dashing. So, okay, yeah. he worked you good, Sam. So, Sam actually got upset that dashing Cody Rhodes came out and was too handsome. Yeah. <laughs> he's in there and going, he's making me look bad in front of these The wrestling from the Attitude Era. Yeah, everyone was a bit of a freak. There was, yeah, there was something yeah, yeah. wrong with everyone. That wasn't just yeah, like they're a all like handsome, yeah, yeah, athletic, yeah. good wrestler. That's boring. Yeah, no one wants that. Compared to, to Mick Foley, who you yeah. would watch growing up, who was exactly. like a weirdo. Yeah. Diverse characters. And like Cody Rhodes. He's probably a very good wrestler, technically very proficient, but that was the shit that they'd show on like Sunday on Sky Sports <laughs> Sorry, 2. Sorry, I look at it On Sam. something called Heat. That's when you'd have the technically <laughs> proficient wrestlers doing actual wrestling. You want the interesting characters just hitting each other with chairs and... <laughs> Crying and getting pink slips off a pole. Yeah, That's I remember you pink slip on a pole. Yeah. That's amazing. We unlocked a little rant there. I think we actually got something. <laughs> no, out. I just we got blood out of this stone. <laughs> when finally. Sam was doing that, going off on Cody Rhodes, I can't wait to get a microphone in his hand. It was like Louis Theroux and the rest of the thing. I've been practicing lots. You're technically proficient, yes, <laughs> but uh, that might not serve you good well. I just cut a promo there as well. You did. Yeah, you yeah. did. Well done, sir. Feels good. Yeah. Well, we're going to watch The Wrestler now. So, I mean, that's a, is that a movie you've heard of? Are you familiar with? Yes. Um, it's another one that my parents have been like, oh, that's really good. You should mm. watch that. Is it your mum's fave? Um, no. But God she likes it. it. She likes uh, it. My dad liked it. Really? That's cool. Even Kathy wrestling fans? Go um, see Giant Haystacks and Big Daddy back in the day? Yeah. A lot well, of British families, them, I, I think, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they used to watch it. Back um, in those days. Your, your, your family was, you've mentioned Yeah, them. on my mum's side, they were a big British fa- wrestling fan. Big British family. <laughs> <laughs> That's Adam's new spin-off reality show. Adam Bibbler's big British family. No, they, they, they were, were a big wrestling family. They were wrestling stable. The, uh, the, big, <laughs> the big British, British family. family. <laughs> yeah, they, they used to go That's and see, like, like a value meal at fucking McDonald's or something. Harvest. It was a thing, like, you know, but back in those days, like, you know, sort of working class families going to see the wrestling yeah, live yeah. at, like, you know, local yeah. sports halls and stuff. My granddad was playing properly into it. He yeah. Loved it. yeah. It kind of died off as the years went on. I think as people realised... Old people got less angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, it'd be famous stories of my nan shouting at Big Daddy and stuff like that. And Brilliant. You don't get that anymore. So no. Was your family, like, of the same ilk? Um, I think so, yeah. yeah. There was recently a thing on BBC about it or something. Yeah, there was a great documentary on BBC about the heyday of, of British yeah, wrestling. Yeah, they both watched that, my parents, and really uh, 
reminisced. And ironically, full circle, just before we started, um, before we started uh, recording this, mm. you showed me a little wrestling toy you had on your on your shelf, which is only a bloody Kendo Nagasaki figure. Yeah. It was a big buff in British wrestling from back in the day. Yeah. This is the first movie which we're doing from a chap called Darren Aronofsky. Are you familiar with him? Oh, he's got a confusing name. To Has it? Yeah. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. However good that band is, I'm never going to listen to them based on that stupid fucking name. But are you familiar with any of his work? Have you seen any of his films before? Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Do you know his other films? Black Swan. Requiem for a Dream. Okay, so he does like basically... Oscar bait. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the rest of the oh, like no, a, that's, that's, that. that's not his intent, but the movies he makes are always kind of. Forerunners. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I remember that about the wrestler that people talked about that around the time of the yeah. big awards. The award season. Yeah. It's one of those type of films. And it's not like massively popular, but it's very good. And yeah. It's, it's 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 not aimed at the public. It's more aimed at like critics. Your, yeah, yeah. To kind yeah. of get a, you know. So do you think that might hamper your enjoyment of this? I don't know. No, I think I've heard it's very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mickey Rourke, familiar with him? You've seen Sin City, I assume. No. Really? Oh, I would have thought of it. No, this is my <laughs> Christmas fucking wish. Someone from the re- start of recording history, tell me where people watch bits of films. <laughs> The amount of, if you haven't seen the film, just say it. People always will be, oh, I've seen bits of it. The trailer. Where? The trailer, basically. <laughs> well, you, just say you've seen the trailer, bits of the movie, like you've walked in and out of the room. Oh, uh, no, I've got a brother who's, who watches stuff. Um, and I, you know, well, I, I had, <laughs> I had a brother. Jeez. Um, Not anymore. Sadly, uh, he's no longer living in the same <laughs> house as me. Um, so... He'd, you know, he'd be watching thing. I'd watch a bit of it and then kind of get bored and walk away. Um, so that, I think since City, I've seen bits of it. I've seen Elijah well, Woods, yeah, getting cut up or something. Well, do you, do you know Mickey Rourke from that though? I mean, because I'm trying to think of movies. Was he like, like the Mickey really Rourke deep voice? Yeah, the chap with plasters all over his face. The nice yeah. coat, big Nelly. Face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not familiar with Mickey Rourke for anything then? Um, what's it? What's he been in? Mickey Rourke. Since Mickey City Rourke. Rourke. <laughs> I actually don't know many Mickey Rourke films I'll be honest he's mainly the wrestler to me is yeah the I, mean, I know from Barfly the Charles Bukowski movie Didn't, saying, is he one of the ones who had like a lot of time not being an yeah actor? he was yeah, a, this, a long way away. this movie was, was a, a comeback thing, it was a big comeback thing for him yeah okay. definitely and it kind of played off a lot of his real life problems so. it's like a Downey Jr. Iron Man moment kind of yeah, yeah. except <laughs> a lot a lot less irritating about it, you yeah. know but uh, <laughs> you mentioned yeah um, another tie to wrestling that this movie has is that you mentioned this was Oscar Oscar season there was a lot of buzz about this movie yeah, yeah. Mickey Rourke was nominated for best actor for this okay and the word in the street was he because he was intending to wrestle Chris Jericho at Wrestlemania at the Wrestlemania I went to whoa, whoa, that was one whoa, of the things yeah. that stopped whoa, whoa, him whoa. from getting an award because people thought he wasn't taking it seriously that was what the, yeah he actually wrestled he was gonna wrestle he was gonna wrestle yeah Against Chris he Jericho, wrestle. he didn't know. He Why was, didn't he wrestle? Because he was like, "Oh, this is obviously a bad idea. It's going to ruin my chance at the Oscar." It dropped out gracefully, and then he didn't win the Oscar. So he he, he might as well have done it. He didn't have his cake or eat it. How would that affect his chances? Because it's like wrestling. You know, people look down on it. Fucking commitment to the role after he's filmed it and everything. Yeah, true. But still, you know, you think that would look good on the old Oscar TV? Yeah, but, yeah. it's only a rumor now, mind. Okay, but, I mean, Sean Penn won that year. So. The walls of Jericho. <laughs> they, they, sorry, there's another one. Yeah, um, you do remember Chris Jericho, then. Yeah, I can tell my great. Uh, I've got a good pun for you. Uh, okay. Before we do this, <sighs> crisp Jericho walkers to the ring. Yeah, you get that? 
Let's go do a cinema swirl. <laughs> 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 about wrestling coming home and then one night in Madison Square Garden I thought we were watching a film not a bleak onslaught of emotion Sam that Chaplin Sam Chaplin no more than halfway through this film did um did old Sammy Baby come up with this one? Sammy Baby. Sammy Baby. This is not the first time that I've, Adam and I have sat down to, to show someone this film and kind of be like, oh yeah, the rest are. Have a great night in. Have a great night Fun in. Fun night. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hard day at the office there, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, initial gut reaction, Sam? That was a that was a hard slog of emotion. Um, <laughs> slog. It I, was. Oh. I felt I should have given you a content warning before this. It was yeah. tough. It's distressing. Were you prepared really? for it to be that heavy going? No. No. I knew it was sad. Yeah. You can tell from Mickey Rourke's face on the post. <laughs> he's he's not he's not a rosy cheeked no. lad, like, you know. <laughs> it's not it's not the rascaler. It's no, the wrestler. It's the wrestler. You know. Yeah. yeah, so the wrestler comes at you full force at the start and maybe makes you think it's gonna be a different kind of movie with its beautiful eighties montage and it's all yeah, yeah. It's cool music wrestling. There's the Ram versus all of his opponents. Uh, the whale. <laughs> the whale. The whale. The whale. These um, opponents must uh, defeat him to get his delicious high-value blubber. Uh, articles, like newspaper headlines, like his good future. <laughs> there was another one that made you laugh your yeah. ass off, Adam. Every Ram for himself. There was Don't one. try to jam this Ram. I mean, was that actually one? That's of one of the headlines. <laughs> well, you say the bad the name. Magazine articles. Randy the Ram Robinson. That's Good name. It's a beautiful name. Perfect yes. wrestler name. Sam, do you remember what your wrestling name was, which you came up with? You had an amazing wrestling name. Of course oh, you well, remember this. My name's Sam Chaplin. Yeah. Um, wrestling name, Slam Grappling. Beautiful. That's your, that's <laughs> your Instagram account, Done. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Done. Like, it's a Gordon Ramsay uh, uh. recipe. It's better than... Because I made you in one of the wrestling games. Yeah, yeah. It kind of, you know, a, a vain attempt at inclusion, I think. But my wrestling name was a lot worse. I just called you Sam Pepsi Chaplin. That's, that's I, still good. Gave, I gave you the, the colour scheme, though. Yeah. You gave know. him a cape. With the I Pepsi gave him a cape with the Pepsi logo. Thank you, Community Creations. Maximum pain, no sugar. That kind of <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, I, I threw at the start of this movie, I was like, going to call him Randy the Sam. Going for the, <laughs> going for the Sam Jam. Yes. <laughs> Sad man Ram, what can you say? <laughs> Signing graphs, not getting into his home. Oh, yeah, the little dorks going, oh, yeah. Ram, can you sign this? And I, I, I did say at that point, is, is that what Steve Austin is like now? Because I, <laughs> I generally am not sure. Definitely not. No. It's, yeah, because I was worried that this movie, it might, and we'll probably tease it out more as we go along, that it mm. might make you unnecessarily worried about a lot of the wrestlers. Yeah. Chances are the wrestlers who you know. Where's Scotty too hotty now? You know, he's a fireman. He's a fireman, yeah. yeah. He's doing alright. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. doing alright. He's Give bald. He's bald, but yeah. Give him back all. by, uh, by no. putting out fires. No, Ch- this, this, this represents a percentage of wrestlers. Okay. That this is like very accurate that some wrestlers go through this, but it's not the case of all the big megastars that what you want What about badass Billy Gunn? 
He's doing well as well. Yeah, he works for WWE still. He's like a trainer, but you know. I'm not just going to sit here and go through all the wrestlers that you know. Where's Al Snow, you know? (laughs) What I'm saying is most of the wrestlers that you know are familiar with. Yeah. From a time frame, Attitude Era, where the money was quite good. Yeah, those Um, were the glory days. Yeah, and there was less, obviously still some, but less of the stuff from the 80s, which was the overt use of cocaine and refusal to save any money and Cadillacs and airplanes to take you, you know, I know, outside to use the phone, you know, so... Yeah, off the bat, I do want to say, not all wrestlers, yeah? Yeah. Not all wrestlers are like sad like Randy the Ram. fucking grim, all of this film. <laughs> <laughs> I've been chatting before, and there's mostly positive memories, I think, from childhood and wrestling. Yeah. Mm. It's a bit of a... This, this podcast, the two halves are going to be very clearly light and uh, darkness, aren't they? Like, yeah, are you, yeah. you alright, Sam? Are you actually okay? We haven't said, like, are you okay uh, yet? I made a lot of... There was a lot of wheezing going on. This is probably the most like upsetting film, I think, just in terms of sadness. Well, you've been watching romps so far, really, haven't you? Well, there was like The Shining was upsetting in a scary way. Alien had a scary quality to it as well. This is just sad. Yeah, it is sad. Just pure sad. And I suppose it hits you as well. If you are someone who did watch wrestling as a kid, you know, only for a bit. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, those are those cool characters. But you have those idealized ideas of what those people are like. And and then now it's like, it's now been like 10, 15 years. It's like seeing your dad with no trousers on. Like it's just, you know, it's just a sad, <laughs> sad image. Like, I sad image. In the slightest. <laughs> oh, and it's a. It, I'm gonna say daddy's hat has come off, but that has been used. <laughs> but you know, you see something, uh, you know, idealized. Uh, daddy's like, trousers have come off. Dad's got no trousers on. Why has he got? Because no we all have these fond memories of our dads wearing trousers. Yeah, and exactly. For that to, to be completely flashed in front of you, you know. Yeah. Of course, you know, he can't get into his house at the start. Yeah. Because, well, sorry, I say house. His trailer. He'll have to body slam his way in. You know. <laughs> He's got no choice. Within the first ten minutes here at the start, you immediately said, this mm. film better have an uplifting ending. And mm. I just wanted to sort of like sit you down then and just go, let's turn it off. Let's <laughs> put something <laughs> let's, else on. Let's, let's put uh, Santa with muscles let's in. Go with let's that go plan B. So what do you do if you can't get into your house? Easily. Sad man Ram becomes a sad can man. Does some roids and some cans. You want to translate? Got a couple of cans in the truck. Yeah. You get a couple of cans in the truck and yeah. uh, having, a, having a few brewskis and some nondescript white pills. Uh, that's sad, isn't it? That's the noise, though. That's the, that's yeah, the, that's the generic. Uh, generic that's the wrestler sad. in noise form. Well, that is uh, the one word oh. review of the wrestler. Oh. Oh. You know that it's a genuine sadness that it's brought, so that should be applauded in itself. But yeah. it is pretty sad. He's woken up by a bunch of children, bunch of young rascals. <laughs> I think you have the sense that Randy's quite good with kids. Yeah. He's all having fun with them, chokes like a kid. That's it, a Chokes like a kid, mate. You know, I just thought they were like being horrible. I think they're just like, oh, it's Randy. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I thought he was like actually assaulting some children. <laughs> no, what, what you saw there was one of lo- two lone uplifting moments yeah, in the cute. entire yeah, yeah. movie. You were very happy to see Randy's boss at his place of work when he's not wrestling. Todd Barry. Todd Barry. Todd Barry shows up. This yeah. is great. You never get to go. Oh, I recognise that actor. But I recognise the comedian Todd Barry. <laughs> yeah, true. You're a Todd Barry fan, I take it. Yeah, very much so. Uh, Todd, you don't, do you know, you know Todd Barry? He's one of those guys that's a face that I recognise, but I don't really know him for much. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's perfect at this. This creepy, gross creep. He's an asshole. He's, he's, a very, asshole. he's very dry delivery, and yeah. that's kind of Boss from hell. Yeah. yeah. Locker room scene. Uh, this is where we go to 
Randy is about to take part in a match at this kind of small mm. shitty indie show. This was really, really interesting because a lot of people see this scene and a lot of people don't know this is how wrestlers essentially script it. They have a bit of a chat beforehand. Yeah. Depending on how good a wrestler you are, the bigger the chat and the more details. I was comparing this to uh, to open mic comedy because a promoter comes in <laughs> and lists off a running order. And, you know, there's, in most open mic comedy nights, there is someone like the Funky Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> like a character act. Yeah, with, with a giant guitar. Like, what? You know? <laughs> Guys, guys, what would it be like if Anne Robinson was on Hell's Kitchen and go yeah. a little something like this? <laughs> While you talk about that, though, some of the names these guys have, we're just yep. running through the list of them. The Funky Samoans, yep, you say. that's great. Mr. Traitor is another one of I get the feeling I wonder if he's a face. <laughs> Please, Mr. Traitor is my father. I'm Traity. Yeah. <laughs> and Paul E. Norris. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Absolutely uh, love it. But in terms of how the wrestlers laid it out and stuff like that, was this something that was like, oh, I didn't know they did it like um, that? How did you think that? Obviously, obviously, I know it's kind of... It's not it's not real, mate. Yeah, it's, um, it's rigged, mate. Yeah, It's rigged. Um, but I didn't know how that worked. Yeah. I've never really been interested enough to find out. You don't care. <laughs> no. I, I assume there's some kind of script or something, but it's they're just some lads just having a chat going, I'll do this, then you do this, and then yeah. we'll do this, and we'll do this. I wanted to almost have to translate this to you because they're speaking another language. Yeah. Uh, get the heat on you. Do you know what that means? Uh, I don't know. It's like beat them up, basically. Get, okay. the <laughs> get, get the crowd to boo you. Right. If I say I'm going to work your leg... Gonna hit my leg. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Go. Come on, but, that's that's not <laughs> impressive. <laughs> right, yeah, blank if, I, if I told you that this podcast was a work, what would that mean? It's uh, it's fake. Yeah, wow, this is hey, good. This, this is good. See, you do know more. No, but this is just from talking to you. I yeah. Uh, do <laughs> I call things like a work or a shoot? A shoot. In the in cinema as well, you've said that's a shoot uh, or something like because that's that's real. That's shoot is real. Yeah, the work, work is fake. fake. That's brilliant. Yeah. I do say wrestling stuff a lot. Do I? I around the house. Oh, all, all the time, like non-stop. <laughs> Everything is a gimmick with Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> G- give me that coffee gimmick there. What this mug? Yeah, yeah. certainly <laughs> gimmick. Yeah. Everything's a gimmick. No mention of gimmicks in this film. No. Not no. a single gimmick. Not a single gimmick. I love the word gimmick. It's a great fucking word. Oh, um, Randy, he works at a supermarket lifting boxes. Yeah. Um, off vans, onto vans. That's what I used to do. So I was like, you know, this is this is my guy. So this is like he's the most relatable character yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah, Cinema yeah, yeah. World so far. Like, Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Science officers. No, mate. Let's no. lift boxes. That's what the real UK is. Yeah. Like, you know. If Randy had been a, a, an Asda, I would have been yeah, delighted. Do you know what a face and a heel is? Good guy, bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Blading. Yeah. Yeah, did you know was about that? This? Was that one that you knew about? You see him, he, he gets a little um, razor, razor blade, blade, cuts it over, hides it in his... I think I did know that. And that's ma- mainly Mickey Mickey Foley. Yeah. yeah. That I know about the you know, just cutting yourself to be bleeding yeah. when, you, when you've gone down. Now, someone said, um, actually, wrestling phrases, mil- milking it. Yes. Old, oh, old school milking. Okay, milking it would basically mean we're kind of going to draw it out right. for as long as we can. Well, okay. It's just so a normal expression. That's the actual milking. expression that's milking yeah. it. It's not some kind of... If no. I say I'm going to do it old school, that means that I'm going to like really play up the drama and okay. turn down the athleticism. So, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if I'm old school milking it, you and me are basically going to be in a chin lock for an hour and I'll be pulling funny faces. Okay. And you'll reach out a lot, you know, stuff like that. But yeah, the, the blading though, the, the putting the uh, the little bit of a cutty bit in your wrists. Yeah. Did you know about that? It, yeah, I think so. 
there are I don't know how many there are other places one can put a blade. Yeah, right. Some wrestlers like uh, opt to put it under their tongue. They just hide it under oh, there for the entire no. match. Yeah. No, no, Seriously. no, 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 no. No, what have no. you done to it? The other. Do you know Ric Flair? Ric Flair, the, the kind of weird fucking orange dude. <laughs> <laughs> Tango, the point of horrible, wrinkly creep. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty accurate. Pretty, yeah, he's something else. He used to keep his wrapped around his finger as like a little stuff, so it would be right on the tip of his finger. At uh, one time, apparently, he went to slam a guy and he grabbed him in the crotchal area and he poked him in the willy with this pointy bit of his finger, like so. Oh. See, I thought that was that was worth uh, worth going out because you haven't suffered enough tonight. So yeah, that, Randy starts slapping his elbows. Yeah. Yes, I do that around the house a lot What's as well. That? I that's, hate that. that's specific to him. Like every wrestler has their own taunts. Like you know, Hulk Hogan will do a big pose or whatever. Randy the Ram just like you know hits his yeah, elbows. I've seen you doing it. Yeah. I, do, I hate it. I wrestle. <laughs> you hate it. <laughs> what is so wrong with that? Going oh, on, you know. stop it! What? Why do you know? Know. <laughs> come in. Like. Look painful. Can you not manage to do that? <laughs> <laughs> it bothers you. It's come in, like you know. I don't know if we've actually said this or not. We're hitting our elbows. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah hitting our yeah. elbows. Sorry, that's, yeah. That's the, the gimmick for the wrestling fans out there. The Dusty Rhodes elbow yeah. smash, basically. It basically means I use my elbows in a match. So dusty elbows. Like, get, yeah. get the uh, get the dust off them. Exactly. Yeah. Wiping it off. And there's fans in the audience doing it as well. Yeah. You, you, you see that. Bothers you. You're really upset about this. People <laughs> no, no. liking your taunts. Fine, I won't. I won't uh, slap my chest when I before I record anymore. <laughs> Ram is special, so he gets to lay his match out in a little room. Yeah, he's wearing with this jabroni with a mohawk. <sighs> you tittered at him so much. Did I? You did. He did a lot of bah! <laughs> <laughs> the Green yeah. Goblin. That match was quite intense, even though it wasn't that extreme or anything. Did you like how it was filmed? How it was filmed. You can feel the kind of hot, sweaty exhaustion mm. of it. I mean, um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not shot like you would shoot wrestling, but I think it actually conveys the physicality of it a yeah. lot better. It does make it, you know, it sort of shows you that wrestling, you know, people are still hitting each other. a lot other more contact. Chucking each other yeah. around is more than you yeah. expect. Definitely. I mean, we could spend, a, I mean, an entire podcast talking about just the way it's it's shot alone. Mm. I mean, like the first like ten minutes of the movie, you don't see his face. You know, just you following his him. shoulder. You follow him for loads of the mm. movie. Little stuff like that makes it a joy to yeah. to rewatch. So Ram is laying out his match. Pretty basic though, and he? he just wants to do a Ram Jam. Yeah, win. That's it. Three <laughs> seconds. Um, that's his finishing move, which gets to see the old. Yes, the Ram Jam. The Ram Jam and two smoking barrels. That's what I. Uh, oh, sad. <laughs> Thank you and good night. The guy, the promoter in this, he looks like <laughs> he's this dude in a crappy tracksuit. He looks with like a vest underneath. with a vest underneath. Yeah, he looks like he give you missions in Grand Theft Auto Three. Like he does. You know, like, yeah. Oh, I need you to go to Tony Cipriani, pick up a package. You don't need to fucking know what's in there. You know that kind of thing. I like that. And then but- walks off for slightly too long. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking up about something we saw at the very start of the movie in the kind of montage, a yeah. rematch from the famous match 20 years ago, which was the Ayatollah, Ernest the Cat Miller, who's basically just a stereotypical Iranian character yeah. who's going to have a rematch against Randy the Ram at this big show. 20 years and all that. The big so, show's going to be there. The, the big oh. show, man. <laughs> we cut to our other main character in this at a strip club, which has the yeah. lamest name ever. Did you catch the name, Sam? No, I was too busy thinking about how much it all looked like GTA, like him walking up to a. <laughs> it's very GTA again. heavy section. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. Like Randy walks into like you know a purple sphere of light to kind of start <laughs> off this. What, scene. what was the name of the of the joint? Cheeks. 
Oh, How's that spelled, Adam? But it's it's spelled with a Q, like checks, but with an extra E in it. <laughs> so it's Jesus. slightly more classy. Cheeks. Sam, do you want to go down to Cheeks later and get some chicken wings? Mm. Mm. At least he didn't throw his head in there, because I mean, if I owned a strip club called Cheeks, you would believe it would pop his head at the end of that bad boy. That's all I'm saying, you know. What's the Lincoln one called? Crystals with Crystals. a K. Yeah. Crystals with a K. That's just someone's name. Our other main character in this is, of course, Marissa Tomei, who is kind of, it's, they have this analogy the whole movie that she's basically meant to be kind of like, like Randy, that she's kind of, uh, yeah, tons of parallels between them. Loads of parallels between yeah, them. Yeah. Marissa Tomei kind of, you know, she was a very, very famous actress and a Hollywood beauty in the 90s, so she's slightly older and they're kind of playing off that. She's got these rude frat boys with her. No one wants to dance with her. That's the fucking, yeah. such a miserable feeling. Yeah. The, the punks being like, oh, how old are you anyway? Yeah. It's like Matt, beautiful yeah. Marissa Tomei being disrespected by jerks. jerks and, and it's in a horrible place. And it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's an awful hard... More yes. bleakness. It's so bleak. <laughs> yeah. And then speaking of bleakness, in comes Randy the Ram to get a sad lap dance. Yeah, no, because he's having like a nice chat with her. And then there's like a cut to just like doing a dance. <laughs> doing all her business but and what have you. But they're still having a chat. Yeah. yeah. It's just like he needs that to be happening or do he, he, he has to pay That's for that to be for, yeah. a conversation. He just wa- I think he just wants to chat to her. He's just saying yeah. really sad, yeah. And you get the feeling that She's using him because she knows that he'll always want to dance off her. Yeah. And she's yeah. not getting danced to anyone else. And it's horrible. And she does, they have this nice relationship. No one's on, happy. But no. no one's happy. And people are, he's taking advantage of her and she's taking advantage of him. Yeah. And it's fucking awful. And Something sad. good out of that situation, though, is him talking about some of his injuries, uh, one of them which came from Billy Bump Banjo. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. If one of us goes solo from Raging Wars yeah. and goes into the, you know, the the hardcore hayseed kind of stuff, Billy Bump Banjo, Billy Bump Banjo, <laughs> Billy Bump Banjo, <laughs> Billy Bump Banjo. What's Mr. May's character's name? Cassidy. Uh, Cassidy slash Pam. Cassidy. During their little chat, she mentions she quotes Passion of the Christ. Yeah. Know? And then Randy's like, "What?" And she's like, "You've not seen Passion of the Christ." Oh, it's amazing, you know. And it's like for little, fuck's sake, little like, cinema swirl moment. I thought. That I was thought, cool. yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah. I like to see cinema swirl where Mickey Rourke's like, I've not seen that film, mate. And yeah. Marissa Tomei's on his case. He's like. a kind of Michael Owen of the of the situation. <laughs> have you have you uh, have you seen uh, the Passion of the Christ? No, I actually have. No, that might be a good one to do. Oh, no. If Sam barely made it through this, if this was a slog, imagine what the Passion of the Christ is going to be like. Yeah. That's true. Were you, were you a Catholicism fan growing up? Like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got very nostalgic for Christ, I suppose, so my, my vision was, was, was blurred. Yeah. yeah, we got to see a drug deal go down with, on record, the biggest bloke ever. The biggest baby ever. It's, like it's a baby that's been pumped up to this enormous <laughs> yeah. man. Big inflated drugman. Yeah, he's scary. Yeah. He's like, he, he's, he's compact. Like, you know, you could run into him and collapse. Well, he's just a big bag bunch. of cannonballs all like held upright and everything. Yeah, he was arrested. He was shoot arrested. Right. Yeah. For drug. For Shortly after filming. Shortly after filming this. <laughs> there was some like Roid Rage thing or something like that, if I recall. Yeah. yeah it was yeah. dodgy. Was he a scary bloke to you? Yeah, and that, that drug deal mm. was quite weird and quite friendly. Yeah. Mm. But a bit strange. And this, Randy said something that I thought was really cute and quite sad. He's just like, I just want to get big and strong. Oh. <laughs> you're not going to get big and strong. You're old and shriveled, oh, you dirty old no. prune of a man. Like, yeah. it's, it's very, no, it's very, very sad. And 
I mean, drugs and wrestling. I mean, he does an injection in the bum and that. Oh, his big leathery handbag of an ass. <laughs> it's so horrible. <laughs> Fills the entire frame. Mate, there's nothing sadder than bum drugs, all right? It's just the lowest of the low. Yeah. But drugs and wrestling, what, are you aware of the extent? What are your, what do you, I mean, what's... Um, I know there's a lot of drugs, a lot of steroids and that kind of thing. Mm. Think there's still drugs and steroids, or? Mm, I think there's not, there shouldn't be. I think there probably is, some of it must slip in. Yeah, I, th- I think what's worse than the steroids is because the steroids is sort of like you know got to perform better, got to look better kind of thing. Yeah. What's worse is like the, the pain killing drugs that are just there to cope and like you know sort of get you to the next show um, and help you you know live with. Not the to pain. make everything more grim, but I, I hear a lot of stories about dying wrestlers or wrestlers yeah. in bad shape. Yeah, can you um, quickly whip up there the picture, Kurt Angle? You know the one. Kurt Angle now? Do you love Kurt Angle? I love Kurt Angle. All right. Oh, I don't know. Uh, recurring... He's my favourite member of Nirvana. Really? You... <laughs> really? Kurt, Kurt Angle. Though. I mean, you were—he was around the time you were watching. Oh yeah, no, he was—he was, he was uh, like a comic relief character almost because he, he had yeah. his medals and you know they got, goofy, got thrown yeah. in a lake or put yeah. on someone's ghoulies. And it he used to promote silly. abstinence amongst the uh, oh. amongst the, the wrestlers and the fans. He was a bit of a door. This yeah. is like when I saw Paul Gascoigne. A recent photo of Paul Gascoigne. It was really sad. Oh, no, Gaza. God. Yeah, Gaza. He's Gaza. Oh who's, God, who's, he looks like a skeleton now, doesn't he? Who's famously good as before in uh, Three Lions, but. I got to say, we'll cut it. The uh, I'm trying to find. I just typed in Kurt Angle frail, and uh, um, I think it's after. Oh, for fuck's sake! It's Yahoo Answers. Someone just put, "Is Kurt Angle? Is Kurt Angle okay?" I just saw him at a TNA show. He looks very ill. And just the first reply is, "He's got AIDS." <laughs> no, he hasn't. He never had. No, he's lying. <laughs> Right, here is um, okay. Kurt Angle. You said... So I, I, I love Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle, yeah. This was Kurt Angle at the recent... I, had, I used to have wrestling stickers in a sticker book. Yeah. Oh! I used to go to the news agent get those. But but the foil. Did you have foil ones? Yeah. <laughs> Did you buy a Panini as well? Then? That was the name of the sticker hey. book company. Yeah. So I've got a very fond memory of exactly what he looks like. With yeah. hair and without hair. Keep that in your mind. Keep that in your mind. Here's Kurt Angle at the recent TNA European tour in a wheelchair. Oh. He's on a wheelchair because he's like... Differently abled now. It's just because he's so exhausted at the end of shows and Jesus. to get around, he needs to be. A- he doesn't look terrible. Remember what he looked like though. Yeah. And allegedly, there was all these horror stories of basically after every match, he'd have like someone with a big trench coat filled with ice packs, and he just slipped that on when he got backstage so he could cool his entire body down. Uh, uh, yeah, wrestling is really. We really found the sad hard. one. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, it, it taps into that a lot. Yeah. Like, so I'm not trying to make you. <laughs> you you went out of your way to find a picture of Kurt. Mm. Well, I thought it would provide a, a nice real life uh, comparison, I guess. We get the beauty routine of Ram, though. You oh, know, he's injected his bum and then he. Uh... Just goes, struggle to get his trousers off, which which is, I found very relatable. <laughs> that bit where you're trying to kick your trousers off. Oh, and the, all your coins go everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Um, tanning and whatnot, a big part of wrestling, as is the bleaching of the hair. Love yeah. upkeep. Look what it did to Ric Flair, you know. Exactly. I love them actually got skin cancer, would you believe? So. Oh, Jesus. no. This has been a dark episode. It has, isn't it? Yeah. Grim, yeah. They go on a shopping trip. This ah, is, this everything's is, all right now. This is, this is Let's fun. Let's go shopping. Yeah. They go on a shopping trip and they try out all it the... It is mate with a pan. Yeah. <laughs> they hit them all the gimmicks in the shopping place. Uh, they should go to a Poundland. That would be fun. Oh, they'd love that. See it what seems like cheaper whack. than Poundland, what they have there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I love it, particularly when they go up... I think it's like your favourite bit in the movie, is it? I where the guy comes up to the counter. Yeah, just go to the shopkeeper and just bop yeah. him around the head really gently, and they're like, oh, it's all oh, fun. Yeah, wrestling's fun. And then it's, you know, back yeah. to the sadness right after. So. Yeah. This is CZW. Mm. I so, get that silly looking man who 
Do, do you know? Did you catch his name? At I all didn't catch throughout? his name, and you kept it from me because you were saving it for this. Yeah, movie. the name of like, who he, he plays himself in the movie. He's a real wrestler. Okay, who looks like that and wrestles just like, like that, that, and often wrestles barefoot as well with all that broken glass and God. shit around. Necro Butcher. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> they're wrestling in oh. a real life promotion. This this is a. Okay. There were two promotions in this. They're actually real life ones. This was right. CZW. Uh, do you think you could guess what CZW stands for? <laughs> Crazy, zany wrestling. <laughs> this is crazy zany wrestling. <laughs> zany Zandig. Um, zany Zandig. Now, combat zone wrestling. Oh, what? Because yeah. they've got guns and shit. Yeah. It's, it's a no, gross... No, no, those are staple guns. <laughs> it's a gross hardcore match that we Bang. see. What, did you think wrestling like this existed? Were you familiar that we Yes, had... there's a WWFE version of it, um, which is kind of... Light, lighter, yeah, hardcore wrestling. But then, from knowing about Mick Foley, yeah, you know about the kind of Japanese stuff, yeah, I think, yeah. and similar promotions, super violent, where China, it's yeah. just blood everywhere. It kind of like reached a peak in the mid to late nineties, that whole kind of thing. But yeah. CZW is kind of like the last kind of bastion. That is the company that's still going. Oh, it's goddamn gross! Like using turkey carvers and glass and nails mm, and shit. I didn't like that. Do you know Dean Ambrose, the current wrestler? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's kind of. You came from CZW, so oh. he would have wrestled in matches like this before. Oh, he that's why he me. looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you? That's why he looks like what? He looks like forty-eight and he's twenty-seven. Because <laughs> he's been oh, through a lot. I'm not making you any coffee at work tomorrow. Okay. You are in my bad books officially now. So. <laughs> yeah, okay. th- this match is kind of shown. In segments, and we cut back to the aftermath. It's a bit Tarantino-y. Kind of yeah. yeah, we start with the finish, and then mm. you cut back to him backstage, slowly. He's like, he's got the big adrenaline uh, rush, and he's like, oh man. And then as it goes on, and that's tired and he sad. He gets tired. And and yeah. They're removing staples from him. Oh. He's covered in tacks. He's cut himself on barbed wire. Yeah. The, the start of the match, I found hilarious. Just two lads sitting on chairs. <laughs> yeah. It's basically fucking Frost Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> But a lot more slapping. Or, or a lot having a slap on each other. Is that how these matches start? Sometimes. What's that? It's kind of like a, an old school... It, it started in Japan, the whole sort of like trying to fire, fire each other, other up. up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to try and really piss you off by slapping you and then you're going to slap me back and just right. try and like get Each other as each hard other. as possible. Kind yeah. of Jesus. Yeah, no. It's almost for their benefit as much as it is for anyone else's to kind of you know build up the adrenaline and the, yeah. the, the zaniness. But the match is fucking gross. Yeah. It's grotesque. Staples is... No, no. I mean, the, I'm in the I audience. I went to Staples today, and it just was. Well, oh, that's know. enough. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, you see a staple, like I mean, you could easily pretend to do a staple. I mean, in the crowd, yeah. and if I was in the crowd, I wouldn't be able to see a staple on someone. This is wrestling. Right. This is not jackass. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, true. This is even Dirty Sanchez territory. Yeah. Ooh, disregard. You know. Extreme. Use his leg. Use his leg. Use his leg. You, that was quite sweet. You get a nice sense of community in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. People want people to use someone's leg as a group. It's now nice. I know that's a real promotion. It seems like they kind of. It's not that fun in real look life. Look how yeah. lovely we are. Yeah. I mean, Darren Aronofsky, I could argue, took creative license with how fun CCW is. Yeah. yeah. Usually it's just two lads in a fucking field and a bunch of sad people looking on. Someone gets drunk. You could tell how gross this match was from like the kind of squeals from you guys. You were really like... I went, I, I've ah! seen this film like, seven or eight times now as well and yeah. it still gets me. I didn't bit. mind it too much, but you guys really were like... Ah. When you go to the softness of the nipple with anything sharp... Even if you poke it hard on screen, I'm going to flinch. You know, oh. 
And they went with a staple gun, mate. Yeah. Oh, the softness of the nipple. That's not on. Like. Soft nipple. Hard fucking point. horrible. It's gross. Ew. Yeah. Randy fucking gets sick and then has a heart attack. Yeah. You say that with a lot of glee in your voice. Like, I don't think glee. It's just like you had this real intense kind of oh, onslaught. Mm. And then it's like, ugh, ugh, you know, it's yeah. like, slow down a bit, mate. You know, what a busy evening he's had. Yeah. So he's on a roughing. So I mean, he gets to him in hospital. You know, he doesn't know where he is. He's told by the doctors he's not allowed to wrestle anymore to any strenuous activity. Doc, I'm a professional wrestler. That's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> Typical NHS nonsense. <laughs> so he's kind of decided he can't wrestle anymore. They um, broke his wrestling trousers anyway. Yeah, they, exactly. They don't come cheap. So. It's it's symbolic. Uh, they say you split your pants when you leave the wrestling place. <laughs> <laughs> So he's decided now he's going to lead uh, a regular bleak shit life. Yeah, he gets such a little pay packet for that match. Yeah, yeah, he gets you've it, seen his little envelope. It's, and it's like, what, not enough. Three hundred dollars, maybe yeah. most, something like yeah. that. I mean, yeah, you could charge more for that brutality on clips for sale. I'm just saying, like, you know. <laughs> can, can I just say, as a long-time listener of the show, first time being on it, call yeah. it. <laughs> You do make a lot of clips for sale references. Yeah, I make them on the Antier podcast as well. Yeah, I know, but you get on board. Awful lot. It's insane. New like. sponsorship deal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. mate. It worked with Maplins and it worked with Pepsi Max. All right. Yeah, yeah. If that's what you're going for. Yeah, great. It's fine. More power to you. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. More power to us. <laughs> My favorite line in the movie comes up next. Hey Adam, you want to play Nintendo? Uh. Play Wrestle Jam on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Just want to get this off my chest now. Little bugbear. uh, Mm Because you you weren't around in Lincoln around the time that we, you know, this happened. But Kevin really got obsessed with that expression. He just got a Wii U. If I ever saw him, like, hey Adam, want to play Nintendo? That's fair enough. But it'd be like, I'd come downstairs into the kitchen and be like, hey Adam, want to play Dinner (laughs) Tendo? Where's that tenner you owe me, Kevin? Want to play Money Tendo? Literally, I'm not even kidding. Man, I bet I would have said Nintendo though for that. Is no, you, you, you didn't go that far. But it was a good yeah. three months of putting up with that nonsense. Just from a filmmaking point of view, there's a little bit where Randy's in his trailer just before he invites Adam to come play Nintendo. Um, <laughs> he's looking at his injuries. Oh, yeah. Oh, and man. There's a, the zoom. There's a zoom that's really disorientating and kind of strange and feels very amateur but in a really high quality way. It's like a digital zoom. You can tell it's not optically zooming in. The image is just like being made bigger. Yeah, the and that really like unsettled me. I don't know what it was about Yeah, that. it happens a couple of times later on as well. Yeah. Is that intentional? Or? The, I, I don't know. It doesn't look... I, but he's Aaron Aronofsky, mate. Yeah, Aaron Aronofsky. Aaron Aronofsky. Oi, oi, it looks like if it's intentional, he's intentionally put a, a bad shot into his film. I, I, don't, I didn't mind it. it just, I don't know, it stuck out it, to me. Like, ugh, it takes okay. you out of it. Yeah, I, I couldn't focus on that because I was looking at him touching this gooey fucking scar. Yeah. And it always ooks me out, like, big time. Yeah, he's playing wrestling. Wrestling Nintendo. And it's, even it's a shit-looking game and the kid's like, yeah, you yeah. want to play Call of Duty? And he's like, Call of Duty? What kind of game is that, little boy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> little boy. Little boy. <laughs> Tell me about your game. Little tidbit for you here. Uh, yeah. Darren Aronofsky actually got a team of people to make that game for real and then they just played oh, it. So they can play it. Yeah. yeah, it wasn't animated. That was actually a real game they That's made. That's Just for the game. film. Good yeah. idea. And then they never released it on the App Store. So, yeah. Money Missed opportunity. Away. Seriously, man. Yeah. Money on the table, Aaron Aronofsky. <laughs> so he visits Marissa Tomei and discusses the fact that he's had to move on, he's retired. She suggests him moving in and uh, moving on and, uh, you know, getting more acquainted with his family. His daughter, Stephanie. Oof. She doesn't like him. So I'm wanting to have dinner with a stripper and, like, the whole kind of, I can't, you're a customer. It's such a 
film thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> I can't, you're a customer. I've heard that so many times. Not personally, in my own life. Um, just Friends' out. lives who are going Yeah, a friend's went to see a stripper. Mate, they just like the wings there. That's all I'm saying. That's good value. But, yeah. but uh, Stephanie, the relationship between her and Randy is a bit distressing. She is convincingly upset at him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the thing with wrestlers, I guess. Bad dads. Bad dads. Yeah. Sad bad dads. Never at home. Always on the road. He wings her up from a phone box. Yeah. And I made the observation that that's either because he doesn't have a phone or because he doesn't want her to know that it's him when he's calling. (laughs) Neither's a nice person. I think it is the former, but you know, it's still pretty sad. To top this off, the sad confrontation with Stephanie, he goes to a sad autograph sign. There's a fucking... (laughs) It's so depressing, this whole thing. The whole gang's going to be there. Fat Pack... Pork chop, the twins, the whole crew. I can't Ken remember all the <laughs> The knob monster. Fish fingers. Sandwich. <laughs> all, the, all the lads are going to be there. He off so many shit names. he's getting excited. With genuine glee in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I long for that kind of optimism, I suppose. But I mean... It's so bleak. It's so mm. bleak. It's Particularly... VHSs. Yeah. Oh. T-shirt looked cool. Yeah, the T-shirt was the only thing that looked cool. I think they made that too cool. That mm. needs to be a white T-shirt with a <laughs> square design on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. The this... signs printed on A4 paper on Word yeah. and then masking <laughs> tape to a table. Really upset you didn't look. Oh. It's just like, yeah. It's Get awful. a roller banner, yeah? Come on. <laughs> it's it's pretty sad as well when you see he shakes hands with kind of, you know, all these particular... All the fans are all like single, middle-aged or old men. And it's like really upset. Well, there's like, there's like one child. And, yeah. Yeah, there's one little kid. Yeah. But you see all the people, all the other wrestlers who he shook hands with. And it's like one of them, he's just like face down asleep. The others are oh. yawning and looking sad. And it's, it's like yeah. if your dad's had too much tea, like, you know, <laughs> he's all full. He tries to watch a movie, but he can't digest and watch at the same time. Yeah. My, my dad listens to this show. You've been saying an awful lot about him tonight. Being too full, not having his trousers on him. Just back off. <laughs> yeah. implying, you, don't, you don't know him, right? <laughs> he's like, Jesus. He's wearing like a leather jacket and like on a surfboard. Like, he wears you know? two pairs of trousers and, and he never gets full. <laughs> He, he never sleeps. <laughs> so we cut back to work and uh, Randy wants some more hours. So he goes to see Todd Barry. But Todd Barry's having a cheeky little tug in his office. <laughs> he, he is. He's, he's touching his penis. Yeah, that's what, for sure. what I love about it is that he's watching porn and beating off and he's computer is facing the door <laughs> he's the boss he can turn it around if he wants no but his attitude to it where it's just he doesn't like, even like hide it or anything. <laughs> like, oh. no knock like <laughs> oh good makes god. him try again to come in yeah oh god that was so funny that's great so, i really yeah. think you uh, you enjoyed the inclusion of todd barry in this film not enough comedy in this film yeah. uh, so it's, i'm very glad of, of todd barry the little crumbs in. of humor you get every yeah day. and i love that the fact that the entire character for him is just he is todd barry Basically, that, that is it yeah. like you know and so he's asked for more hours the only thing that's available is working on weekends on yeah. the deli counter and he says yes effectively more uh, is committing to the whole not wrestling malarkey anymore yeah. he's gonna go buy a coat 
for his potentially lesbian daughter. He, he's suspicious that she is a lesbian and wants to know if that will affect the kind of clothes yeah. that she wears. He's going with the stripper who's agreed to come with him. Which is nice. To help, yeah. Yeah. What's her? Ca- Cassidy. Cassidy. I keep calling her the stripper and that's not okay. That's not, that's not, that's no. not no. Um, That's a different film. Uh, this scene probably got the biggest reaction out of you for the entire film. You I think. nearly oh. exploded. You were like a bottle rocket. When he pulls out the shiny, he says, "What about this?" and holds up a green fucking disaster. It's just <laughs> a green disaster. <laughs> it's horrible. Now there is a wrestler name. The green <laughs> green <laughs> disaster from parts unknown. Global warming. Theme, yes. <laughs> but of course, yes, he's got this uh, green disaster <laughs> with the S standing, of course, for, for Stephanie. Stephanie. Yeah. I like the logic there. It's good. Yeah, yeah. And the way they leave it is like you think that he has bought that shit it. top. Yeah. And mm. you were not happy with that. You were squirming nice. for a while until they kind of rest assured you. <sighs> she agrees to go and have one beer. Yeah. Just one beer with, with, with Randy. <sighs> they start doing, he's doing a sad dad dance. Oh, this part is really sad. His dad dancing on his yeah. own. Like, When does he see her son? He starts looking through the uh, the phone that around this time. He like, says, great looking kid you got there. And I know that's completely innocent. I know that's fine. I know grown-ups say that, but I, d- oh, I just don't like that. You uh, assume the worst. Great-looking kid. Well, I mean, great-looking. It's just like I don't know. Ever since you know, Back to the Future, we're just like overly protective of yeah, the children. Yeah. I guess, like you know, <laughs> they talk about the eighties being awesome, and then yeah. that quote, Kurt Cobain pussy coming around and ruining everything. Yeah, the nineties fucking sucked, and, and you get the sense that this is just the actors just having a chat. Hey, nineties, <laughs> yeah, Bobby's World, Pokemon. Noel's house party? No, uh, g- g- wrestling. 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 The Attitude Era. The Attitude Era. Uh, Star not- Wars continued existence. <laughs> Don't have a go with the 90s, mate, is all I'm saying. The you peak know? years of Art Attack. You yeah, know? Yes. exactly. Yeah. Buchanan was on fire during yeah, that. he was. Creative peak, mate. Mm. So, they do a kiss, but yep. the kiss is sad. Even when they were in the middle of this kiss, yeah. you were going, oh. Well, the 90s fucking sucked is not the thing you say before you kiss someone. <laughs> It's just no. not. Well, I mean, if you're gonna, the only appropriate time to do that is like New Year's Eve, 1999. Oh, the 90s fucking sucked. Come here, baby. Two, one. The 90s fucking sucked, like, you know? He becomes a meat man. Full time. Dolan and meat. And uh, yeah. He other calls himself deli- a broke down like sack of meat later or something. So that's, well, we'll, yeah. we'll get, we'll he's, get he's a meat man. He's a meat man. His business is meat and business is booming. And he wants to be known by his stage name. Randy. Yeah. yeah. Not Robin. He gets a little Robin thing. Yeah. A little standoff with Todd Barry. Do I have to wear this? No, you're special. Oh, good gag. It's because he's big and strong and Todd Barry is like younger, smaller, weaker and like... But it's kind of emasculating him. Exactly, yeah. And he he, he stood next to uh, the men's room sign, which I thought was... I I thought that was intentional. Yeah, picking up on all this. This is is a great movie, seriously. We we could could Mm. go hours peeling about layers layers and layers. The the best bit is is after that, um, him walking down to the deli with all the kind of brewing and building up. That's my favourite scene in the movie, I think. And you've got like the... Oh, the kind of like the plastic sheeting. Yeah, it yeah. looks like it's the... He stands there for a little bit and, and goes through and then the sun. And you can hear the fans, like, not the electric fans, actual like wrestling yeah, yeah. fans chanting and everything. A friend of mine saw that and I was like, you know, we were talking about the scene after, I was like, mm. oh, the bit where you can hear the crowd, you know, when he's going to the deli, he's like, hey, there's the crowd. He's like, I thought that was machinery. Like he actually uh, thought it was just the machinery that chant Randy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sentient machinery. Like. But him going through and then nothing. Mm. 
He turns around and goes, it's crazy shit tonight, brother. <laughs> that, Let's go home early. Yeah. That scene works exactly as it's... it's yeah, oh. it's perfect. You know Ugh. the exact intent of that. It's not open to interpretation. Yeah, yeah. But it's fucking brilliant. He starts working and immediately you said, someone's going to fucking recognize him. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. It was obvious from like him working outward facing to yeah. customers that someone's going to see him. That's going to be a plot point. What is nice, though, is that he's really good at it. Yeah, yeah he starts enjoying really, it. Really, really good yeah. at it. Two big breasts coming up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's enjoying his retirement. Uh, you know, he's, 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 he's making a decent yeah. go of it, you know? He's, he's smiling, he's happy, he's, he's chatting to the customers, he's throwing egg salad into baskets. <laughs> Quote, fresh as monkey's breath egg salad as well. Yeah. I kind of want That's some egg salad now. Bad salesmanship right there. Seriously, so? yeah. Someone should report him to Todd Barry for that. If I want, monkey's breath. If I want, I don't want fresh egg salad. I want gross processed egg salad that's what I and, want and a big ugly man to call you a I spring want, chicken yeah I want it to be it. bright yellow in a tub yeah. with a little sealy thing on it you know and but. he's retiring now so he's going to get his restless pension which is uh... <laughs> oh Sam <laughs> oh sweet innocent Sam <laughs> not what? knowing no no oh. a pension mate don't worry the union will sort this out is oh, <laughs> he's not been paying into the pot <laughs> he's not no, no. alright just so we are clear wrestlers no insurance no now, this is like provided by the company. Right. If you work for WWE, you don't get insurance. You don't, you don't get... You no. don't. You don't get retirement. You don't get to be part of a union. You have to pay for your own travel as well and your own arrangements for accommodation stuff what like that. What the fuck? That yeah. your money. That's uh, not you okay. To, you have to no, work 300 nights a year as well. So. Yeah. It's good. Twice on Sundays. Twice on Saturdays. But, you know, it's a, it, it is, it's a tough ale slog. Wow. So yeah, I think that was kind of like when you. That's why a guy's fighting hard. You make a lot of money, yes, but because you're a super big celebrity, the temptation is to spend all the time yeah. money, and there's nothing for you at the end because once you spend that money, there's not a pension. And it seems like a very naive point, and there's probably wrestling fans hitting their podcasts, radios, oh, going, shit. Oh, "There's obviously no thing," but no, there isn't. Oh. And, I don't think most people... Some would, people take that for granted. Yeah. You'd assume, like, oh, they're big, you know, superstar athletes. Of course they get all this stuff paid for and covered and everything, but they don't. Like, I guess no. then there's a comedy parallel as well. <laughs> there is. <laughs> there definitely, definitely no there is. No comedy pension. There is, there is no comedy pension. Yeah. It's actually very, quite close to that, yeah. yeah. So he meets with Stephanie, gives her the gift, but establishing a long tradition of joke gifts, he mm. actually uh, didn't give her the S for Stephanie jacket. He wore mm. a really nice peacoat instead. Yeah, so, it was really yeah. good. It's good. I, I'm a firm believer in the gag gift. I mean, yeah. that's, uh, I, I utilize the gag gift quite a lot if I, if I can. Mm. Adam also utilizing the gag gift, giving me my Christmas present last year in a Randy Orton jigsaw case. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> a bad Randy Orton A really awful one. Is there any other kind? Hey, lay off my Randy there. My bow bandy. He refers to himself as being a broken down piece of meat yeah. who deserves to be alone, but he doesn't want his daughter to hate her. Oh, God. That's Mickey so Rourke crying, mm. properly upsetting. Um, that monologue, very sad, and I just don't want you to hate me. He's good ah. in this, isn't he? He's very good. Yeah, he deserves that best actor. That is the Oscar scene right there, isn't it? That yeah. one little bit. I mean, the little logo that's probably the bit they play in the clips. Yeah, of, yeah. Sure. If we're looking at like stand, like standout performance, we've watched we watch a lot of romps, I guess. It's yeah. not been like kind of hard hitting drama much in cinemas or so far. Not really. But would this be up there? I would imagine for you in terms yeah. of like it's very good acting. I think. Yeah, yeah. it's really really good. Very talented man. He heads to meet Marissa Tomei and there's been arrangements made to have a, a nice dinner with the daughter. Things are looking up. He did some dancing with his daughter. He did. Like, cute. There's a new career. <laughs> Come on. Wrestling is a, it's a lot like yeah. ballet, isn't it? Randy right. Forsyth there. Just doing 
Strictly Come Wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake, Sam. Great British wrestle-off. Like. He, uh, he gives Mr. Tomei a shit card. Like a Europe appealing Go like, bananas. Go bananas. Oh. Thanks for saving my relationship with my daughter. He's uh, trying. Yeah. And then she does the whole, like... You're a customer. You're a customer. And he gets very... Very angry. Defensive and upset and aggressive. And angrily kind of, asked for an angry laugh dance, which is required. I thankfully was declined. He's kind of putting money towards and saying, "Pretend to like me." Then, yeah. Ah, oh. oh. God, he really lays it out that <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how he works. works. <laughs> yeah, that's why he, how he likes it. Like. Yeah. Ram goofs up. Basically, he's pissed off because of his bust up um, with Marissa Tomei. Yeah. So he goes to the wrestling show and meets a uh, lady of virtue unpure. This lady who's obsessed with firemen. What yeah. an odd thing to be into. Yeah, and she wants to party. So A crazy fireman party. Yeah. This is one of those parts of the film that really just sort of seems to be there just for the sake of being there, really. like the, 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 the fact that she likes firemen, I mean. Oh, right. Like, yeah. Not, not oh, the party. Okay, like, yeah. That's obviously important, but like yeah. the fact that she's really mental for firemen and like she has a little ferret in a cage in her room and he looks at it like it's yeah. very out there. It's so perplexing. <laughs> Seriously, like, Who I, is this woman? I, I've watched this film so many times now and I've still got no idea what that's none of the all about. Yeah, he's been rejected by uh, Cassidy. Yeah. yeah. And then he goes back to the rest and gets the kind of bug. Yeah. Yeah. And then does coke and has sex with he does, yeah, and you, and When he's doing coke, yeah. Sam Chaplin shouting at the telly, remember? Your heart. Oh, no, don't do that. You got a bad heart. You got a bad heart. That's right, but no. if only Sam Chapman was in the wrestling locker room in the eighties, all yeah. these lads banging coke. Remember your hey, heart. Stop that. I'm shoving that bloody crap up your nose. Yeah, you'll sneeze. So he has a he has a big bust up with Stephanie that is greatly upsetting because he is oh. in his process of sleeping it off. He misses the dinner. She had to wait for two hours without him. They have this horrible. So the, the 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 actress who plays Stephanie is fucking incredible. Evan Rachel Wood, I think. Yeah, she yeah. like yeah. conveys rage in a scarily accurate way. It, it is yeah. accurate because like there's a there's a wrestling documentary, Sam, uh, where it follows Jake the Snake Roberts, who you know a, a lot of <laughs> don't laugh because his name fucking rhymes. <laughs> It's, it greatly inspired this film, obviously. Right. And yeah, he, he has the whole strange relationship with his daughter, and it's pretty much this. Mm. And you know, knowing that kind of thing actually does happen just makes yeah. it even more so. Definitely. I mean, wrestlers that this was based on, Jake the Snake Roberts is probably the main inspiration. Mm. Mm. There's another guy as well called uh, Lex Luger, who this the Randy the Ram character is kind of based off, which is kind of like had a lot lost at all. Yeah. kind of tragedy type thing to it so he's had a double bus stop and then he goes to the deli and lo and behold the prediction comes through he's recognised by the biggest fucking yahoo in New Jersey hey I think I know you yo give me 10 pounds of black ham yeah. <laughs> I'm making a sandwich over here hey ain't you that phony wrestlers did you have a heart attack or something are you gonna go crazy right now <laughs> hey you know it's fake you just you look just like him, just older. Oh, and more shit. Yeah. I bet your daughter hates you. Too. Give me some XL. <laughs> oh, give me some cheese, you stupid yeah. washed up asshole. <laughs> if you're gonna cause a scene, yeah, I would tend to try and cause a scene that minimizes the impact upon myself. Mm. One go punching a meat slicer like Randy does. I don't think he's thinking clearly when he does that. Were you close to having a bust up ever in Asda? Where you like, I don't know. 
you know, put down at some chilled goods, really it, pissed off. It was off. stressful at Christmas. Oh, get um, your own fucking online shopping, lady. Rubbing loads of online shopping on his face, like <laughs> punching the shreddies. Like. Um, I accidentally dropped, um, a, a, you know, the blue WKD. Yeah. Um, some of that once. Um, that's about as close as I got to a. Get your really own a, fucking WQD lady. Wasn't really a rampage, more of just an accident. Yeah. It was more of a slip off, really. Yeah. Um, you didn't quit then? No. I, I didn't punch any like, <laughs> didn't punch any heavy cereal. machinery. Yeah. I want to punch some fucking cereal, like. Oh, I forgot how long his little tear up here is here. He just goes around like. You want some cheese, lady? <laughs> Shouts at everyone, you gonna bust me over, you little prick. Yeah. How oh, about you? You want some two swing chicken? Just walks past the series, like, who are you looking at? Count Choculus on oh, yeah. That's a right go with that series. <laughs> he hates it. He's got no babe, no daughter, no job. May as well die wrestling. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. He's like, he goes back to wrestling, and I said, like, well, he doesn't mind dying. Yeah. And you were like, ah, but that's the implication. Oh, it's, yeah, like, it's, it's true. It's just the way he you doesn't said it. give a shit about his heart now. You said just... it so bluntly while we were watching yeah. the film. It's like, ah, oh, he doesn't even mind if he dies. Like, it, uh, it's it's right. sad. I, yeah, it's weird because I think the implication here is is that a lot of the wrestlers, the old-time wrestlers in this position are like, oh, they're doing it because they're kind of, they're addicted to the lifestyle. Mm. I do slightly disagree with that a little bit in that I think a lot of them are addicted to other things. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, and, like, I don't think there's old-timey wrestlers who are out there kind of doing it because it's like, fuck, I just have to do wrestling. I think a lot of them are doing it because they just want money. But I think at know? this point he's doing it because he just wants... Yeah. But I don't think that's the typical, you know. No, it's not always the case. Yeah. I think he wants to be just loved. The by only people that love him are his yeah. fans, and that's it's it. Thing, he'd rather die a wrestler than live hocking egg salads to old ladies. Yeah, and it's kind of like, it's a bit of a... Job. I think a lot of people take this away. It's like, oh, wrestler then. Guess you don't like your daughter. You know, it's kind of... And I think that's a little bit of... Yes, it's very bleak. And this is very true to home in that sense. The drugs, the injuries, all that stuff. But I think the whole kind of like implication that, well, he's obviously got a shit family life. It's true a lot of the time. But yeah, it's, not, you can't say it for everyone. It's representative of the struggle. I mean, even if like not every single wrestler has the same horrible family life as him, they still have to, you know, struggle to, you know, deal, juggle with work and family, you know, being on the road all the time and also have to try and raise a kid. Like, yeah, you got to be super mom or super, super dad. dad you super know. wife, super husband. <laughs> We get a montage of Randy getting ready for this big comeback match. Yeah. But it's kind of like, it's really shit because he's like in his own little crappy shower. Balls to the wall, man. Balls to the wall. Yeah. What do you think of the music of this one? It's very 80s. It's very Guitar they... Hero 3, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> what the original score? It was by Clint Mansell, who's done a lot of good film soundtracks. Yeah, it's, it's quite nice. Nice, isn't yeah. it? There's not so, much yeah. incidental music. There's bits, but yeah. there's a lot of silence. But it's good when it's there, good. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Good effect. And of course, the main theme of this music... Uh, the main kind of song at the end, which is played, is by uh, Bruce Springsteen, who, as we all know, is the boss of music. Yeah, he was elected boss in '06. When you've beaten all the other music, you get to him at the end. <laughs> Music's the final, final boss, yeah. like, but you gotta throw the bomb back in his guitar three times. It's yeah. really fucking hard, like. Yeah. So Ram's doing the rematch, and we meet his opponent, the Ayatollah, the Iron Sheik. <laughs> Pretty much, he's a lot more verbose than the Iron Sheik. Yeah. Do you know the Iron Sheik? Vaguely, from just him swearing and saying stuff on Twitter. <laughs> Me, you know why you slap my chest all the time? Yeah. That's Iron Sheik. All right. Yeah. I know who to blame. You know who to blame, basically. <laughs> In a roundabout way, we can blame all of this on crack rock cocaine. Like, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, here we are, you know. What do you think of, you know, this? the guy who played the Ayatollah is a real-life wrestler called Ernest the Cat Miller. Okay. And he was a, I think he's a smooth customer. What do you really? think of him? Pretty cool. Yeah. Nice yeah. mustache. He's having fun. 
Yeah. Ah, this is fun. Love and life selling cars. I think he played the part quite well of like, you can sort of, just by the way he's acting, you can tell that he's been away for it for a long time, but you know. But he seems happy. Yeah, he's happy to be there and he's sort of like, you know, oh, I forgot, this was nice, this was great. I'm just having fun again with the lads. He's probably thinking, Iran's had an easy go of it recently, let's let's take it to them once again, like it's 1989, you know. Cassidy confronts the ram before... Well, she she walked out of the strip club, but I wanted her to start punching the pole. <laughs> yeah. You want your dance? <laughs> you fucking dance, man. And your fucking glitter lady. Yeah. I, I love when she's leaving as well, that the DJ is, is cover. I mean, in the strip club, you got to imagine, there is kind of like a don't break character. Let's try and keep the sexy buzz going no matter mm. what. And she leaves it. Cassidy, come back. Cassidy, <laughs> your shift isn't over. Come back and dance sexy. Yeah. Not in the spirit of things there, mate. But yeah, she confronts the Ram and, she, you know, she's like, please don't wrestle and die. And, Imagine you know, what about your heart? Yeah. Yeah, I, I got no heart, baby. You know? oh. <laughs> He's drawn to Guns N' Roses, though, like a moth to flame. Yeah. Sweet child of mine. I, lo- I love that. It's mm. interesting. You know, that. It's perfect, yeah. Now. Coming out with the American flag behind him, you know. Yeah. You called the end of this movie, like, as he was coming out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, uh, there are a couple of things I noted as he was coming out. One, the ram's horns on his trousers. Um, from the front, they're just circles. They're just like polo mints. <laughs> <laughs> Randy the Mint Robinson. With <laughs> <laughs> some fresh moves. Some fre- fresh moves there, you know. Long lasting, yeah. you know. But, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of thought this is going to end Soprano style. Mm. Something's going to happen and then it'll just cut to black. You hit the nail right yeah, on exactly. the head. Exactly. Even the music cutting off. Yeah. You legitimately said he's going to do the round jam and have a heart attack. Yeah. Credits. Well, you won't know, but it's implied that yeah. he kind of probably is dead. But yeah. it doesn't really matter. It's kind of like yeah. that's the end of that story. There, yeah. That's done. Ram cuts a, like, a promo and it's like his voice goes all crackly and wavery and you can tell there's some real emotion. Yeah. Oh, I'm not laughing at that. I'm laughing at during that speech one lad just go 20 more years! <laughs> 20 <laughs> twenty more minutes if you're lucky, mate. <laughs> Jesus. 20 seconds. Like, he's yeah. pushing it as it is. 20 more years. Like. 20 more years! <laughs> <laughs> fucking ungrateful recipe fans. Wrestle more! Or is that his funeral? 20 more years! <laughs> Come on, Ram! Give him the Ram Jam! Kick out, Ram! Kick out! And the, uh, the rest of the match here is pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, it's good. You yeah. can see Ram do a lot of cool moves. He's got Hurricane Rannans, and he does yeah. some dives and whatnot. And you can tell it's Mickey Rourke doing it as well. Like, the oh, camera yeah. doesn't cut in any shifty ways. You see him doing the moves Rourke himself. did train to wrestle, and he did wrestle these matches. Rourke did train. Mickey Rourke did <laughs> train. Mickey Rourke did train for this part. <laughs> yeah. This was filmed in front of an, in like an actual, and that was a real company Wrestling as well, crowd, Ring of yeah. Honor, ROH. They actually just kind of like, in the middle of a show, they're like, okay, folks, Mickey Rourke's going to come out now and do a wrestle, so please clap yeah. when he does all the big spots. I'd love that. if 20 more years wasn't planned. It was just some lads <laughs> so really getting into it. <laughs> yeah, this will get me on the, uh, on, on the movie. Do as silly a voice as possible to get <laughs> Maybe I'll be offering a walk-on role, like, you know. <laughs> So they wrestle, but Ram's got a bum ticker, and I, I love this no, match well, here. You know? From what's, well, I can say, he's got tinnitus because he's just <laughs> he's getting this ring noise. Yeah, he needs to turn down his bloody rock and roll music, mate. He does. You know? Yeah, 90s sucked. Yeah, because you couldn't bloom in here after all that poison. True villain of the Villain of the piece is the music. Yeah. And lo and behold, as Sam predicted, Randy the Ram ascends to the top rope with tears in his eyes, oh, and even yeah. though the Ayatollah was like, "Oh, we can finish it up there." Slap slap, 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 dives out of frame, <laughs> cut to black. 
You ever see a one smoke weed I mean, every day? Yeah. <laughs> even stays black for a long time. Yeah, you thought is, it was, like, was also in the Sopranos. Broken. Yeah, I don't know which came first. The Sopranos was ended in two thousand and seven, but I imagine the film was like in production around then because it's two thousand eight. Yeah. This was released in two thousand and eight. Yeah, yeah. So. so this is probably like some kind of accident. I reckon yeah. Aronofsky was in the editing room and he literally was like, you know, he had the surprise up on his laptop. He's <laughs> with the box set like, yeah. got an I idea. I watched the finale and I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Don't worry, I don't think anyone has seen this Soprano show. I can lift from it. Like, Small time. Know. Overall thoughts? Don't stop. <laughs> That's but with Sweet Child of Mine. Um, Sweet Child of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what were your thoughts on this movie? This was an onslaught for you, I think. It was emotional. Yeah. Quote Vinnie Jones. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little Attitude Era podcast thing. That's just for the AE fans. It's gonna, you would, you would it's understand. It's gonna... Emotions. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Too young. Um, yeah, very good. Um, it, but it, it takes a lot out of you. I feel like I should almost come back to you in a few days and see if you're alright and ask you then. I feel like I've been in a wrestling match, you know? <laughs> I feel exhausted. Was it surprising <laughs> in that... Do you think you like learn... Because a lot of people watch this and they're like, oh, shit, I didn't know that was wrestle was like that. Was hmm. there any eye-opening moments yeah, for you then? I think so. Anything like... That kind of, the kind of rehearsing, the... Mm. Um, just the sadness of it all. Just, oh, it, uh... Is this making more or less likely to watch wrestling? Oh, Jesus. I'm worried that we may have just yeah, fucked I'd... this now entirely. Sam's never going to watch Sam's going to watch this and be like, oh, guys, I really want to get back into wrestling. I'm not going to lie. I, I do have an odd dream in my head that the three of us could sit down and watch some fun wrestling or go to a wrestling show or something like that. Without a sense of irony. With, without, well, maybe some irony. I mean, let's yeah. not, I mean, look at my beard. I mean, we're going, we got to, we got to have some irony here. <laughs> but I don't know if I, we've maybe scared you away now. A little bit. That, knowing about the WWE, like no insurance, no uh, mm. no pension, no nothing. Yeah. Once you're done, you're done. That's upset me. Mate, buy a fucking t-shirt, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> kinda, yeah. I, uh, yeah. I feel a bit sad about wrestling, but that, I guess that's the point of the film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I think it, it does show you some brief, brief glimmers of hope at wrestling. Would you think, Evan? Or? A little bit. It, it sort of the, the bad definitely outweighs the good in this film. Mm. I think it's kind of. Not making a case for why wrestling is good. It's more of just sort of an eye opener to like misconceptions. And yeah. Like, Look, it, it is you know the pain is real. Take like, it yeah, more yeah. seriously, almost. Yeah, like, exactly. That, it's, yeah. yeah, a few of the films we've watched have been less about the thing they're about, more about men yeah. dealing with shit. Yeah, <laughs> or like being a man. Yeah. Or ha- how they cope with the idea of being a man, and usually they do it really badly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Randy should have should have went for the Ram Jam. He should have done a roll up and got out of there one, two, three, easy. That's stupid. Bloody idiot. His own fault. Well, I could say in closing up here, it's been an absolute pleasure having uh, Adam here joining us. It was nice crossing over. Yeah, uh, dip, dipping yes. our toes in. Each other. <laughs> took, took a little too long to respond there, Sam. Don't yeah. worry, I can, I can cut out all the awkward silences. But it was nice. No, to, it was a pleasure. Yeah. It was nice to dip each other's toes in each other's ponds. Like this is something that people asked for, and I'm sure they will now regret. Yes, <laughs> won't be asking for this again. No I know. I feel like a podcast dad looking at two boys, you know, having a good play day. Like the two podcasts are getting along. Been yeah. a lot of dads in this episode, mate. It's cinema, so I get you know, it's dad heavy. You know, all right. At your podcast, yeah. Dad Heavy was a wrestler from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> At your podcast, yeah. 
discussion of cum and general singing humming a tune. If you've not listened to right. Our podcast before, please ignore Kevin. That's not uh, really cinema what swirl discussion of dads and footy chants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it goes. Uh, closing up. If you're to give this uh, rating, uh, this bad boy, give it a, your seal of approval or disapproval. How are you going to give us? I'd say four star wipes. Hmm. You heard it here first.